Okay, folks, welcome to this week's Five Property Market Update. This is from the 22nd of January to yesterday, the 28th of January. Uh, this is a look at the whole of the Five Property Market in terms of the number of properties coming on by region um, and versus the number of properties actually sold um, at the same period in the same region. Uh, this gives us a really good idea about the supply and demand in the area and also gives us a very effective um, um, impression overall of how the market, if it, the market's stable, if it's booming, if it's actually receding, um, and and so forth. So let's uh, let's crack on with this. I'm just going to talk about a couple of articles, which is actually quite important during the week. And then we'll also be talking, it's really something for everyone this week, landlords, sellers, buyers. Um, and there's even a bit more in wealth creation as well. Um, tomorrow we'll be talking about that. And, uh, and properties actually coming to market as well. Uh, the ones that we've got coming to market, the ones that we've actually sold as well. Um, so overall picture about what's going on in the five property market for the previous week. And then a wee bit of forecasting for the next month or two. And uh, general advice, if that's what you're looking for and you need a bit of advice, please feel free to put a comment or a question in the comments itself uh, below in the post. Uh, I'll see it on the screen and I might be able to answer it. Now, if you don't want the question to show, that's fine. I can see it. But if you want me to show it on air, that's fine as well. I can do that as well. Um, but more than happy to take people's questions about um, housing issues, uh, whether it's rental, whether it's sales, um, or whether it's mortgages. Um, if you need advice on that as well, I can put you in touch with the right people. Um, but let's get into it. Let's get into the, the, the numbers right across the five property market this week. So... Uh, you can see here straight away um, at a glance, um, at very, very stable. Look at 102 um, actually instructed, 102 stole, sold. Now, every single week since the beginning of January, I've been talking about stability. I've been talking about the market being stable um, and, and what that means as well. So let's go through the individual regions. So the Cooper area, which is KY14 and KY15, uh, seven actually put on and eight sold. So, you know, a little bit of... Uh, demand outstripping supply. East Nook, uh, two went on last week and five actually sold in the same week. So clearly demand is outstripping supply for that week. Uh, St Andrews 15 versus six, uh, a bit of oversupply in the St Andrews area. That could be new builds coming on in there. Um, I'm at Leavenmouth 10 versus 13. Again, Leavenmouth, a very successful area for property sales and also property prices as well. Um, good price point as well, especially with the train station uh, coming in 2024. Uh, Dunfermline 40 versus 45, uh, demand outstripping supply. So 45 sold, 40 listed in the same period. Uh, Glenothis 13 versus 5, uh, very unusual for Glenothis. Uh, one week does not make a trend. Um, so we'll see what it's like next week um, and overall for the whole month, actually. So next week, we'll be looking at the whole of January um, itself from uh, the beginning of January to the end of January and see where that see where that overall picture is um, rather than actually just week to week. Uh, Kirkcaldy, 15 versus 20. Um, uh, again, Kirkcaldy demand is outstripping supply um, and overall stable right across the market, but regional areas varying uh, from time to time. Um, I'll give you a quick insight into what has been sold, and this gives us a really good idea about where we are right now. So let me just get my information up so I can tell uh, what's next. Um, okay, so we have, this is actually Turner Crescent and Methyl. Uh, now, this, this, let me explain what I'm about to say here. This tells you straight away that it's taken a bit longer to sell than usual. And often when your 
motivated to sell quickly. Sometimes it needs to be a price realignment. In other words, you have to bring your price down to a more acceptable level as an introductory price to get someone through the door at that price point to possibly push them back up. It's a very effective strategy, definitely. But if you've got time to wait, this is how this takes a wee bit longer. So believe it or not, um, this actually, Turner Crescent, took uh, five months to sell. Now, the average time to sell is, as I said before, about two months just now. Um, and that's primarily because some will go straight away and some will go in two weeks and three weeks. Um, but often, some will now take a bit longer than usual. Um, now, let me tell you how the average price is uh, uh, dictated. Um, I'll jump off this screen and I'll jump onto Zoopla. See if we can jump onto Zoopla here. So I'll share the screen again. And we'll just jump on and we'll get this. Now, you can see here, this is our website. Um, if you're preparing to sell your house in the new year, by the way, um, that's the one for you, the article for you to do, preparing to sell your house in the new year. Uh, and also, if you're buy to later pensions, if you're looking to see which one's giving the profit and the freedom and the security is right for you, you can click on that on our website as well. And then you go into agency scores. That's just the rewards. Um, okay, let's go into Zoopla. Um, so Zoopla here, um, let's look at the numbers right across the board. So we type in five. You can do this for yourself each time to see where the oversupply and undersupply is. So five as well. Uh, and then we'll get the number of total properties. Um, so 920. Now that's actually been sitting uh, um, for a, quite a while at 950, almost approaching 1,000. So it's actually beginning to drop the number of properties across five for sale, which means supply is now being restricted. Now, if we take... 920. Um, we take 920 properties. I'm just getting my calculator out here. Uh, so 920 properties um, divided by 12 uh, or divided by 52. 920 divided by 52 equals. Um, yeah, that's around about 920. Yeah, about it's about six to eight weeks to sell. Uh, that's how long it takes, uh, the 920. 920 properties um because roughly we're selling roundabout you can see that about 100 a week so if you look at the 100 that's taking nine weeks if you if you jump back to that um this one so i'll come off of that again 920 and i'll show you this one again and i'll just explain that to anybody that doesn't really uh, uh, quickly grasp that because it, it's easy for me to understand because i understand it see if you're taking 100 a week to sell every single week and you've got 920 on the market Immediately, it'll take nine weeks to sell at that rate, um, these 920. So that is roughly just around about two months to just over two months. That's where the indicators are. So when we're down at about 600, um, the you know during the, the, the boom times and 550, it was taking about five weeks, maybe just under a, about a month to sell. But it's almost doubled now because the number of stock available has doubled as well. Uh, let's okay. So Turner, uh, as I said, it took five months to sell a uh, two-bedroom house, um, and it was listed offers at one hundred and fifteen thousand. So a two-bedroom terrace house in Turner Crescent Methil. That's the type of prices that they're selling it. If you've got a property like that and you're considering selling because you've just found out what the starting price is, then get in touch with us. This is what this is why we're talking about this. So you know that type of property at that price point is actually selling. Uh, Carden Den. So, if you're in the Carden Den area, this is uh, uh, Dundonald Park and Carden Den. Uh, now, originally this sale fell through, um, and then we sold it again within a week. So, see how you can do that. How even though a sale falls through, 
just hold out hope because you usually find when you put it back on or you might, well, primarily we usually have other people in the pipeline anyway. So we're, it's able, easy for us to go back to the existing people that were interested in it and then come back from there. So it was sold again within a week and that was a three bedroom semi-detached house and that was on offers of 140,000. So if you've got a property like that, looking can sell in the Cardenden area then and 140,000 is a, is a price point. You think, wow, that's a good price point for that property. Um, then contact us today. Uh, next one here, uh, this was actually uh, Pinkerton Road and Crail. Now, this sold in a week. Um, uh, Two-bedroom semi-detached bungalow, listed at offers over 220000 uh, One other person missed out on this. So if you've got a similar type of property, a bungalow in the Crail area, around about the 220000 mark we're getting for two-bedroom uh, semi-detached bungalows, it did have a conservatory off the back or, a, a, yeah, conservative for the back itself so two bedroom two reception this one was at two hundred twenty thousand, and it sold in one week uh next one uh schooner crescent uh, no surprise uh, schooner crescent leaving a really popular area sold in two weeks three bedroom semi-detached house and this was listed offers over two hundred and ten thousand. um yes <laughs> three bedroom semi-detached house listed offers two hundred ten thousand, and it is away um within the two-week period um, two other people missed out on this this property. So if you've got a property like this in the Schooney area of Leaving, uh, please feel free to contact us. 220000 and over, these properties are actually going for uh, right now. Um, Main Street in uh, West Weems, uh, sold in three weeks. Um, we had a number of offers on this in the very beginning. And this was a two-bedroom ground floor apartment. And it was listed at over, over 75000 uh, and sold in three weeks in West Weems. Uh, again, there's another one in Main Street, West Weems. Uh, this was uh, a one-bedroom um, uh, N-terrace bungalow. Uh, sold in three months. See the difference? Three weeks, three months. Uh, even out in between. Two months itself. Um, so one-bedroom N-terrace bungalow. And this was listed over over 100000 And that was sold. Uh, it is now sold. Uh, Wellesley Road. In Methyl, uh, over the line, uh, sold in three months. Yeah, again, another one. Um, we're beginning to see the throughput now. Um, it's taking a wee bit of time, but again, stability in the market. And there's a lot less demand than there was the previous years, but there's still decent demand out there and properties will sell within a particular time frame. Now, it was a two-bedroom in-terrace uh, house, and it was listed over over £95,000. Uh, 130C in Bonnegay, this is a way, um, this was a, it sold in a month, um, five bedroom upper apartment, and it had, uh, uh, oh, actually, another agent had this on for five months and couldn't sell it, um, and we sold it within a month, um, and uh, uh, to a first time buyer, um, offers over £140,000 this was sold for, um, so it uh, gives you a real good insight again into the property market. Now, why do I tell you all these figures? Again, I'll just recap. The reason I tell you these figures is because if you've got properties like that, then that gives you an indication about how much they're selling for or the price point they're coming in at. That's usually home report value we're talking about right now. But generally, most of them go over home report value. Uh, roughly, uh, we're achieving around about 8% over home report value right now. Um, so that gives you a really good indication about where your price could be. Uh, but it also gives you a good, a good indication about how long it will take to sell a house like yours, if yours is similar. Now, the reason I say that is because there's, you know, you never want to put yourself under pressure. Now, the last, the last thing, I see it a lot of times where people say to me, um, oh, but my house will sell easy because everyone about you has told you your house is beautiful and it'll sell easy, but they're not buying your house. So they can tell you anything they want, really, to make you feel good about yourself. 
the reality is you need a professional um, and a state agent to come out and see you and actually talk to you about that and see if that is possible and that is achievable. And then you'll know the facts, even though you're not selling at this point in time, that's why you do that. So it, when it does come to the time, you've got a fair degree of confidence. You've spoken to an expert about what could happen when your house goes on the market. That is the most important and the best advice I can give you at this point in time. So always get an advice from an expert, an estate agent, and get them out, get the professional advice from them, get an idea of what you've got. And as well, the, the, the really good thing as well is usually typically when an estate agent comes in the door, they'll be able to get advice on if there is any improvements you need to do. Most of the time I walk into most houses and say, to be honest, I mean, you maybe think it needs improved there, but it really doesn't. We're probably ready to go at this point in time. Um, and, and, and a lot of people are pleasantly surprised about that, but it does save you a lot of money. Um, that's why you would get us out as well, to get the, the right advice and the right information from the people that actually know. Um, and also, um, the timeline as well it could take to sell. That's important. Uh, if you have full belief that your house is going to sell within a matter of days and it could fly off the shelf, uh, what happens when you find your dream home and then you put your house in the market and then you find out that it's not as popular as you actually think? really puts you under pressure. Wouldn't the better way around to be is actually put your house in the market and then manage the sale so you get the right person to agree to the right circumstances that you want, because after all, that's what it is. I will sell you my house if you agree to what I want with a price and also the entry date and also the circumstances surrounding it. That's when you agree to sell a house, when it suits you. Not when somebody comes along and says, I'll pay you a price for it, and I'm in a ready, I'm ready to position to proceed, and I want it in four weeks. Well, I've got nowhere else to go in four weeks. So the answer to that is no. Yes, you can't say that. <laughs> you can't say no to someone if it doesn't suit your purpose. Even though the price is right, and even though they're in a wonderful position, you can still say no to someone because the entry date isn't right for you and you want to manage the sale so it coincides with the next purchase of the house that you want to go to and you possibly don't even know about yet. So I'll give you an example of that. We put a property on in Pitt and Wheem, managed the sale all the way through. We In a couple of months, we found the right buyer and the buyer actually agreed to a 12-month entry date, concluded missives, which means they can't back out, and a £10,000 non-refundable deposit because he wanted that house. It allowed the current owners, and this is quite a common uh, a common story for us, it happens because we manage the sales when we do this. Uh, that, owner, that, that owner then had the, the, the confidence that they can't back out, they've agreed it, and they've got everything in position, they're ready to go when the time comes in 12 months' time. They then were able to go away, find the dream home, it wasn't on the market yet, and then they moved out in January, and we pulled the entry date forward from August to January of that same year. And that's how it happened. A completely stress-free sale. That's what everybody wants. And every single person promises that. But can you deliver that? Absolutely. If it's done properly and you take the right advice and you listen to your estate agent every single time, it can happen for you. Okay, let's talk about um, some articles before I say what's coming soon. Uh, some of the articles are actually really be good for you uh, right now. Um, and, and as I said, something for everyone here. Uh, winning over the market. This was actually a really good one uh, Andrea and myself did yesterday. This is the five reasons why you're better off selling your home when price is cool. Wait a minute. 
Are you telling me to wait? <laughs> no, I'm not telling you to wait, but the information and advice in there is actually really good for someone that's considering selling their house. Did you know if you've got a bigger house and prices are predicted to drop by 10%, you should be selling your bigger house right now because the 10% drop in your house, if you wait, will be far greater than the 10% drop in the house that you're buying. So the differential in between, you're losing. Equally, the other way around, if you're looking to upgrade and the property prices drop, then you think you would actually benefit from waiting for the property prices to drop. However, interest rates are still predicted to go up, base rates, which means if you're not going to do it now and you're waiting for house prices to drop, you could end up waiting for that 10% drop. But in actual fact, interest rates might go up to a level which makes it, which wipes out that 10% saving you've actually made in the property you've just you've just bought. See how that works. So the object of the exercise in this article, when I talk about this clearly and explain why, is to actually narrow the gap between the, the, the price buying and price selling um, and, and make sure you don't lose out as a result of it. That is, an, that is a very that is a very unique skill that estate agents have. Some estate agents have not that skill. And I talk about that in the five reasons why you're better off selling your home um, for, you know, when price is cool. But I do talk about that in detail and I do show examples and I do say reasons why. Now, you can read the article. It's in this post on the link to our website on the post itself. But on, the, on that link as well is our podcast. You can listen to that. It's an hour long. And you can also watch the show as well, which is actually really, uh, really a lot of good, valuable information there for somebody that's looking to, looking to sell or somebody that's currently on the market as well and thinking about where they go from, from there. Um, I talk about that in, in a lot of times. Especially, I actually talk about the best time to sell is actually winter. It's, it's Christmas because you've got you've got an uninterrupted audience as people wind down for holidays and they they want they want content to look at. And then also the fact that a lot of people don't put their house on the market at the winter period as well, which gives you a, a, a which gives you an open book. In other words, a, a golden opportunity to get in front of an audience far bigger than you'd normally get in front of if you're competing against everybody in the spring and also in the summer as well. Which tells me straight away now is the time to go if you're going to do it. People move for circumstances; they don't move for money. Uh, that's clearly the case. Uh, so that's a really good article there. Uh, another one here as well, uh, baby boomers and their 22,000 spare, spare, spare bedrooms. In other words, baby boomers have a lot of bedrooms. Um, um, and the reasons why it's difficult for baby boomers, which is the aging population, um, 65 years and, old, old and, old, and older, um, how they're not able to downsize. Um, but a really good knowledgeable market. Um, did you realise that actually 52.3% of five households will have two or more spare bedrooms? 52% of households now. Uh, and that's increasing. And it's because baby boomers can't downsize because there's not enough bungalows being built. Um, but how do you get, how do you find the perfect property if that is the case? And I actually talk about that in this article. Um, but I also talk about, again, if you'll click on the link, in the show itself and in the podcast itself, but I always go into detail and um, based on the article because these are all these are all basically scripts um, for our shows and um, we put in. So um, so that's what we do there. Um, let's talk about what's coming to market. Let's get to the good stuff. Okay, um, Marmion Drive in Glenrothes. If you're looking for a five bedroom terraced house in Marmion Drive in Glenrothes, we've got the one for you. 
Um, so stay tuned. It's probably going to be launched this week and a pre-portal launch. But if you're interested in it right now, Marmon Driving Glenorthus, a five-bedroom terraced house, uh, getting, message us direct now or get in touch with us now and say, look, can I get a wee bit more details before it goes to market? I might be in, I'm in a position to proceed or this is my position right now. So you're lining yourself up before. It's like, for example, you know when Next has a sale and they announce the sale day and you get a whole load of people that queue up the night before. Well, this is basically what I'm asking you to do. Queue up the night before. In other words, get in line now and get you get your get your information registered now in preparation for this coming to market. Because by the time everybody else gets through the door in the morning, where they've been in from the night before in the queue, they buy everything up and you've got nothing left to buy. That's why it's important to register now with your estate agents and not just us, with every single estate agent. Because long gone are the days where you can rely on Rightmove and Prime Location and Zoopla notifying you that there's a there's a property come on the market. Because sometimes by the time the property comes on the market onto these websites, it's under offer and gone. And yet, if you had been registered with a stage, and you would have been told a couple of days before. If you're on our social media channels and you're following our channels, as soon as we go live or we upload a video, you're told straight away, which is about five or six days before it hits a website. Imagine that competitive advantage you've got, especially if your dream home comes up. Okay, next one. Uh, popular Road Methyl, two-bedroom semi-detached house is coming on. Uh, oh, wow. Meadowside, Burnside and Balmolo. Uh, five-bedroom detached house. This is an amazing property. Now, I've been in it, and it's got glorious views. It is finished an extremely high standard. And, I, you know, I, I often say that in videos, but I tell you what, there's high, and then there's high, and this is it, this one. Uh, and it's got a beautiful outlook. All the major, all the big windows actually look over the field uh, and uninterrupted views, which is which is pretty pretty spectacular. Um, so that's uh, Burnside and Balmolo, a five bedroom detached house, almost like it's out in the country, but it's right next to Balmolo and it's part of it. Uh, Forbes Place in St Andrews, uh, three bedroom detached bungalow in St Andrews. Forbes Place in St Andrews, uh, that's going to be coming on. And uh, one I don't have here, which I actually signed up the other day is uh, Elizabeth Crescent in Newport, Newport on Tay, or Newport itself. Um, that'll be coming up as well. Now, that is a two-bedroom, uh, and I believe, I think I remember, it's a semi-detached house, two-bedroom semi-detached house. You go up to the back window on the top landing, you look over, and you see the whole of Dundee and the River Tay from that top window. Uh, it's got parking at the back as well, potential to do parking at the front as well. It's got a beautiful garden. It'll make a wonderful family home. Uh, my grand, my grandfather, my my grandmother actually grew up in that street in Elizabeth Crescent in Newport and Tay. So I know the place very, very well. Uh, I, you know, as a young kid, I played there as well. It's it's a brilliant place for a, for a young family to grow up in, uh, definitely. And it has great potential to extend because a few people have actually extended out the back as well um, to make it a bigger. So so to have the house even longer when your family has grown, uh, you could possibly extend out the back as well. Um, so that's another one that's going to be coming on soon. Um, uh, let me talk about, quickly, I'll just say um, landlords. You're a landlord, uh, four different types of landlord. Which one are you? It's on this post. I talk about the four different types, but I also go into a wee bit of insight into uh, wealth advice and also information about being a landlord and what it takes to be a landlord and when you should and shouldn't be a landlord. Um, I did talk about it to somebody today. They were asking me about you know, being a landlord. And my first, my first phrase out of my mouth every single time, a private, if you want to be a private landlord, 
it's not for the faint-hearted. It's not money for nothing, if that's what you think it is. It is a lot of work and effort and a lot of blood, sweat and tears being a private landlord. Everybody thinks it's money for nothing and we all drive about in the Ferraris. Eh, that's a common misconception. That is about one person or two people in the whole of Britain that do that. Eh, try to show off their stuff on Instagram eh, in order to attract people to go on their courses and pay them money. Um, but most landlords they have one or two properties. They look after them. They rely on it as a, as a pension for retirement. Uh, and that's all they do, really. Uh, and they want to put away for the future and also for their children's future as well. Um, so that's, uh, I talk about that in four different types of landlords on here. Uh, quickly, let's talk about what's completed. Um, so completed over the line, um, we could do a quick one with that. Um, there's a few of them completed this week. So uh, High Street and Methyl was a six-bedroom detached house. Now that actually sold, uh, now completed means it's I've handed over the keys. Uh, oh, actually, Ross, I'm going to actually answer this one quickly before I get this, because this is a bit weird. Um, uh, da, 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 okay, Ross, this is a good question. Uh, do you think the recent bad press regarding Wade Academy will affect property sales in the area, especially for families looking to relocate for their children? Uh, no. No, it's just, a, it's just a temporary thing, Ross. It goes on in every single school. It's just that it's been highlighted Wade Academy on a, for probably for political purposes, it's been pushed into the media. Um, for that reason. And the media has maybe not got any stories to talk about, so this has obviously made it to the top of the pile this time. It goes on in every single school, I can guarantee you that. When I went to school, it was like this as well. In fact, it was probably even worse. Um, but that's another, well, that is a story I've told already in the Wealth Creation Show. Um, but that's genuinely, I, I don't think it'll affect prices. I don't think it'll affect anybody wanting to move to the area. Um, it's, you, you know, it's, it's few and far between it's a very rare thing that actually happens at schools, um, so I don't actually think it'll affect prices. So hopefully that's answered your question, Ross. Um, okay, let's talk about what ones are completed. Um, Six-bedroom detached house. Now, this was at High Street in Methyl. It sold in two weeks. Uh, keys handed over. This is, I can tell you prices now, what it actually went for and the home report value, how much of the home report value it went for. Um, so it sold in two weeks and it sold for 5.5% over the home report value, um, which represented uh, £15,000 more um, it went uh, finally for 290000 in High Street and Methyl. Uh, Calcy House in Achtermachte, uh, which is the apartments, um, that was a two-bedroom apartment. It sold in four weeks, and it sold for 3.3% over the home report value, um, which represented another £4,000 for £124,000. So the two-bedroom apartments in Calcy House in Achtermachte, they're selling for around about 120000 mark. Uh, Riverside Way in Leaven. This was a three-bedroom semi-detached house, uh, and this actually sold for uh, sold from social media. It was a way. We've just had that recently, by the way, um, where um, a, another house, Veronica Crescent, I think it was in Kirkcaldy, was actually sold uh, from social media as well. It was a way before anybody got it. This is why I keep saying to people, everybody thinks, oh, well, the market's cooled and it's going to take a lot longer to sell houses. But don't get complacent. If you're looking for your dream home, you still need to do what I've advised you to do, which is follow the, our Facebook channels, which is even subscribe to our YouTube channel, Five Properties TV. Subscribe to that because before it actually goes on um, on the websites, we actually upload the video to YouTube in order to attach it to the websites. So you even get a heads up from the YouTube video as well when it comes on, uh, way before a couple of days before it actually goes onto our website as well. So it's important that you do that. So subscribe to our YouTube channel at Five Properties TV. And um, 
Again, follow our Facebook pages if you're interested in property or, or you're even a property let as well, because you'll see them there first every single time. We always launch first on our social media channels. Um, so follow these pages and um, the ones that you're on right now, follow them because it will get uploaded to these pages. And now what I would say for the pre-portal launches, in other words, before it goes to our website, it goes on the page only on the area it represents. For a classic example, East 4th Street, Cellar Dyke, it will go on the East Nook 5 Properties page. If it's in Leaven, it will go on the Leavenmouth property, uh, 5 Properties page. If it's in St Andrews, a pre-portal, for example, I'll be doing it at Forbes, it will go on at the St Andrews 5 Properties page. And, 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 and you know, et cetera, et cetera. So, every, so it, you follow the page of the area that you want. We have uh, 5 Properties uh, pages for... St Andrews, for East Nuke, for Cooper, for Leavenmouth, for Kirkcaldy, for Glenrothes, and for Dunfermline. So we've got microcosms, you know, of each area in order so you know what's happening in each area. And you are, and we also share unique um, unique news and unique information about that area on each of these pages. We won't share it to other pages. The reality is if you're buying a property in Glenrothes, why would you want to know anything about East Nuke and what's happening in East Nuke? And that's why we've done that for that very purpose, because it gets a more social reach because more people are engaged with that channel and it's not just a scattergun effect. And and we get rewarded heavily. I don't mean monetary terms. Our customers get rewarded heavily in terms of organic reach from these social media channels because we have an engaging audience. We are content creators. That's how they look at us. We are content creators that create content. We don't just sell homes. We create a lot of content which gets us up the rankings, which gets us pushed out a lot more by their algorithms and our customers see and, and our buyers see more our, for our customers' properties. Our, the buyers see their, their properties a lot more than they will do on any other channel. That is the most important thing to have and an estate agent with a good social media strategy. That's what will that's what will accelerate you way before anybody else. After all, I bet you a pound to a penny. Some of you are even watching this while the television's on in the background, or you're maybe playing on a game while the television's on in the background. The television's lost its luster now. This is where everybody goes first of all. This is where people spend most of their time day to day, and this is why you have to have an agent with proper social media strategy. Uh, let's talk about other ones that have actually sold as well. There's a lot sold over the line, keys handed over and, and conc concluded, we'll call them. That's what that is. The concluded keys handed over. So we've got to 15 uh, Riverside Way in Leaven, three bedroom, seven touch house. It's sold on social media um, before it even got to a website for four and a half percent over. Now, if I'd said that before, sold on social media and asked you to guess, you probably would have gone, oh, it went for 20, it went for 15. Well, no, it didn't. It went for four and a half over the home report value. So it went for 230,000. Um, and 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 it actually it actually ticked all the boxes of the seller. So more importantly, it's not just about the money as well. Money is important because it obviously allows you to get to the next property and probably do a wee bit more if we get a bit when we get a wee bit more for you. Um, but the most important thing as well is the circumstances of the buyer as well. Will it fall into line with the circumstances of the seller so it all matches up? So it's a stress-free sale for both parties, and it's a win-win situation for both parties. That's what we are here to create: win-win. Okay, Victoria Lorden in London Links, six bedroom, semi-detached house, again, sold from social media at 9% over the home report value for £575,000. 
a six-bedroom, semi-detached house, Victoria Road in London Links, £575,000. 9% over the home report value, which represented £50,000 extra. Uh, Kirtland Road, finally in Methyl. This was a three-bedroom detached house sold in one month, uh, um, and it sold, um, and, and, and there you go. It sold for equal to the home report value. So some are selling at home report value, some are selling over at home report value, some are selling over home report value, over, over home report value. Um, but luckily, at this point in time, we don't seem to be selling anything below home report value at this point in time. I know other agents are, and I know that because I'm buying still as an investor. And I know I'm getting a lot of properties sometimes under the home report value from other other agents and other people. Um, so that just shows you about the skill involved. Um, and as I said, on average, last year on average, uh, roughly, just to give you a, well, no, roughly, exact, actually. Um, so last year, our average um, overall, throughout everything that we've done in the, in the home reports, um, as against home report value, we achieved three million pounds more overall last year for our customers in their pocket than the home report value, which represented 8% over the home report value last year. So that showed you how, how well, the scale. Now, that's the key. The key here is when you sit down with an estate agent, it's no, how many houses are you selling in the area? Because that's what they usually say. Oh, I sell all the houses in the area. That's why you should use me. Okay. But what I want to know is how much more than the home report value are you selling the property? to compare against other agents about how much they're selling for home report value. The other one as well is, where did you get your valuation from? Show me the evidence that tells me that's what the price of that property is, because they should have evidence at their fingertips. They should be able to show you comparables about similar types of properties that are actually sold in the area. If they can't do it, they're plucking a figure out of the air. That's guessing. And the next one as well is, is how long does it take you, in, on average, to sell a property? That's the important ones. Not how many properties have you sold in the area. It's how much more do you get for a property in the area. Where did you get your valuation from? Show me the comparables. And also how quick or how many days does it take you to sell a property on average overall in this area? That's the three key things that you should be asking on a stage when they walk in the door. If they can't answer that, they don't understand the numbers, therefore, you'd probably be better going to doorsteps and putting your house on for 99 quid and doing it yourself. Because that's effectively what they're doing if they don't understand these numbers. These are key performance indicators in house sales. And if you don't have these key performance indicators on your fingertips, you are not on point. You are not focused on what you're doing. Or maybe that's just me and us and what we do. Anyway, um, uh, tomorrow I'm going to be talking about Wealth Creation Show. I'm going to wrap up here at Wealth Creation Show. Um, I've always been talking about how, my, how, how I made my first million on the Wealth Creation Show. Well, tomorrow I'm going to be talking about how I lost my first million. Yeah, I did. Uh, how I lost my first million, Wealth Creation Show. And I'll be honest, the lessons that you learn from the loss is probably more valuable to you than you learn from the win. Because you'll no find no to do it again but also the insight into other people and learning from them it teaches you, oh, well, I don't think I'll do that then because I was kind of thinking about doing that, but you've already done it and you've just proved it doesn't work, so I'll probably not do it then. Or I might adapt what I'm doing to what you, you know, from what you learn it didn't work. I might adapt that 
um, and then then take a different, uh, just a wee bit a different approach. It, that's all it could take. But but you learn a lot from other people's losses, which is why I listen to a huge amount of podcasts on a daily basis, read a, a lot of books um, all the time from people that are far more successful than me that I could learn something from. And often I learn more from their losses than I do from their wins. But I'm going to be talking about that on the Wealth Creation Show tomorrow at 12.30, uh, live with Richard Cook. If you've got any questions, you can actually ask them at that time. Uh, how did that, how did you manage to do that and how did that happen? Uh, you could So you can ask questions in the show just like uh, Ross is doing here tonight as well. Uh, and that's it, guys. Um, I'll see you in the Wealth Creation Show tomorrow um, at 12.30. It's going to be it's going to be a difficult show. Um, we're going to cover some uh, subjects as well, which might actually be quite um, quite challenging for some people. And um, we're going to be covering things like depression. We're going to be covering things like uh, alcoholism, addictive personalities. We're going to be covering things like uh, possibly we'll be touching on suicide as well. Um, so um, and uh, so it's going to be quite a challenging show tomorrow. Um, so if you want to tune in, feel free to do that, or you could catch up on the podcast and uh, the blogs later on. Okay. Uh, until next time, guys, I'm Jim Parker for Five Properties TV.